This is the Pro AV Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration only on market scale. Nowadays, we put a lot of AV on the ones and zeros. They want more features, but they want to see less hardware. All right. Hello and welcome to the Market Scale Pro AV Podcast. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the show. We've got a lot of stuff lined up for the show today. Coming up, we're going to talk to the Managing Director of Integrated Systems Events, Mike Blackman, and we're going to preview Integrated Systems Europe 2019 that takes place February 5th through the 8th. We're going to talk about how big the conference has gotten and how many people are going to be there, what he's excited to see, and also a big 3D projection mapping project on the side of a hotel that's going to be really, really epic. And I'm just going to let you in on this right now. I'm actually going to be in Amsterdam for Integrated Systems Europe 2019 here in just a couple of weeks. And so uh, I'm very excited about that. I'm sure that's going to come across in my interview with Mike uh, just to get to uh, chat with him about what to expect coming up in Amsterdam in a couple of weeks. But uh, just getting a chance to sit down and talk with him about everything that's going to be going on at that big show there in Amsterdam is going to be, uh, it's 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 really exciting. And I, I can't wait to get out there and I can't wait to get to uh, meet some of you that are listening to this podcast and get to shake some hands and maybe even do some live podcasting there at the show as well. So if you're listening to this and you're going to be there at Integrated Systems Europe, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to connect while we're there at the show. And also just be aware that we're going to be creating content the entire time we're there. So if you are in the pro AV space and you're not able to make it out there to ISE in Amsterdam, then make sure that you follow this page here on marketscale.com and follow along with everything that we're going to be doing. We're going to have video content as well as podcasts and written content as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of great stuff to consume there from Integrated Systems Europe here in just a couple of weeks. Our second conversation of the day is going to be with Tammuz Dabnov, the CEO and founder of Zuzor. And what they do is they provide pro-AV technology for the nightlife, so nightclubs and that sort of thing. And he's going to talk about just creating that one-of-a-kind experience where people that are on the dance floor in a nightclub are the star of their own uh, show, basically, where the lights are on them and the focus is on them and that sort of thing. So just creating those one-of-a-kind atmospheres. It's going to be a really interesting conversation. Obviously, nightlife is a place uh, that utilizes a ton of pro av technology and it's one that we really haven't talked about yet on the show so i'm really excited to get to dive into that as well with tanmuz dabnov of zuzor so that is what's coming up here on the show today here on the market scale pro av podcast I'm really excited that you've joined me for today's show without further ado let's get to that conversation with mike blackman the managing director of integrated systems events Joining me now on the podcast is Mike Blackman. He's the Managing Director of Integrated Systems Events. Mike, thank you so much for joining me today, sir. Thank you for the invitation, Tyler. It's a pleasure getting to talk to you today. And we're previewing uh, the big Integrated Systems Europe show coming up uh, in just a couple of weeks in Amsterdam. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm actually going to the show. So it's going to be a uh, fantastic time and one that I'm really, really looking forward to. Mike, as you look at this year's show, how big are you expecting it to be? Well, already in terms of, you know, we look at three parameters, and that is the uh, the amount of uh, net square meters that the, the exhibit booths take, the number of exhibitors, and the number of attendees. So in terms of uh, number of exhibitors, we're up to about 1,300 uh, exhibitors, so we've increased about 10% over last year. 
Um, net square meters, we've increased about 5%. So we have a record in over 56,000 net square meters. So that's about six 600,000 square feet, I believe. Um, that's huge. Yeah. So, you know, it's quite a big show. And attendees, well, that's the open number we're still waiting for. Last year, we had over 80,000 uh, registered attendees, uh, including exhibit personnel. Um, and I think we'll probably increase that uh, maybe about 6 six to 7% over last year. It might even be more than that. Uh, registration is going extremely well at the moment. So it's pointing towards a, a good increase. And this is the first year that events are going to be held outside Rye Amsterdam. Is that right? Are you excited kind of about the, the expansion of the show in that way? Uh, y- yes and no. Um, yes, because, you know, we love to grow. Uh, and, um, you know, one of the consequences of uh, outgrowing a facility is you have to look to see, okay, how do I com- accommodate some of the things we, di- we, we want to do? So what we've done, we've, we've included the Akura Hotel. It's a six-minute walk from the venue just up the road. You can see it line of sight. And we have a series of uh, um, conferences running there. We have the Digital Signage Summit. We have the Digital Cinema Summit. We have the XR Summit. Uh, So, you know, covering three really key areas in AV. Um, XR is covering virtual and mixed, mixed reality, virtual and augmented. Um, we're also running a Blue Loop uh, conference that's looking at event technology. And I think we have one more in there as well. Uh, so uh, Arena, which is on uh, stadium uh, um, um, events. So, you know, quite a, a big program with exhibits. Oh, and we also have our hotel technology event as well mm-hmm. uh, running there as well. So quite a good program. Um, I recommend anyone who's specifically involved in those sectors. These are worth registering for and actually attending. Uh, we have good lineup of speakers, a lot of really leading people in, in their sectors talking about what's new, what's, uh, or what's going to happen in those sectors as well. For someone that hasn't ever been to ISE, like myself, how would you recommend trying to consume the show? Because there's just so much there uh, and so many exciting things. Uh, how would you recommend kind of planning your attendance to a show like this? So the first thing I would say is if you were trying to visit every single booth at the show, you will not achieve it in four days. Oh, see, uh, that, that uh, right. kills my dreams there, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so the best thing to do is go to our website, um, choose, have a look first to see what am I really interested in. And then actually um, you can actually look by technology, by sector, uh, by solution sector, etc., and choose the priorities that you really must see first and make a list. Uh, we actually have um, guides as well. So you'll find a digital signage guide. You'll find an educational technology guide. A technology guide. So for quite a few six sectors, we have guides which can actually give you like a red line through the show and actually show you who you should go, where you should go, where you will find what sectors. Um, but uh, again, you know, focus and say these are the must-sees. Uh, put those on your list first and then uh, spend some time afterwards to, to look around other things because you'll be surprised what you might find uh, looking in other sectors. If you are more, if you're a group of people, my recommendation is always split up. You know, try and split the floor up, and actually, at the end of the day, get back together. So each person chooses a specific area or sector. Have a look at those, and get back together before the end of the day, and say, and each of you actually 
makes a couple of highlights that all of you should go back and visit. And that's a good way to actually get the best experience across the show. Yeah, that's a good point. Just using uh, the network of people that you have there uh, to report back on the different things that you need to go see and, and, and splitting up, kind of doing a divide and conquer, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to go about doing it. Uh, what, what particularly excites you about this year's event? When it, com- when it comes to this year's show, uh, what uh, exhibits and what innovations are you really excited to get a firsthand look at? Um, you know, the sad part for me is that I get so busy, I don't get to walk around <laughs> the whole show. And as soon as I go on the show floor, every 10 minutes I get stopped by somebody who wants to shake my hands and say hi. But I do manage to go and see some of it, and I try to go and see new exhibitors, new things. I try to get a couple of walks walks around the show floor uh, just to find out what's happening in the industry. The things that are really exciting me this year, um, we're doing a lot on uh, projection uh, 3D mapping. So we have um, our opening keynote on Monday night will be Bart Crazer. Bart is um, one of the masters in in this uh, um, uh, industry in projection mapping. He has actually done uh, a lot of very, very big uh, works from, uh, for um, major companies. Uh, last year, he uh, produced Shugyo Moto, I think is the right pronunciation, mm-hmm. which was a, a large skull that was uh, 3D mapped at the Burning Man Festival. And he will actually be premiering uh, his new sculpture, which is called Sviatovid. And that's going to be unveiled, uh, officially unveiled on Tuesday afternoon uh, at uh, ISE. It's in front of Hall's... Um, 15 and um, Hall 8, it's one of the main entr- it is the main entrance coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll see it when you walk in. Uh, it's outside. So from 4 o'clock onwards, that's going to be shown. And uh, 4, 4 p.m. on Tuesday will be unveiling of that. The other prediction mapping event we will have will be adjacent to the Rye. There's a new hotel, which has been um, designed by Rem Kulhas from OMA who you know, has done, uh, we mentioned before, some uh, uh, very phenomenal, phenomenal buildings in Dallas. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Rem Coolhouse has designed the new hotel, which isn't finished yet. We finished uh, next year, um, but uh, it's uh, almost finished. And uh, we are working together with the owners, uh, with Panasonic, with Lang AG and the Rye, with Green Hippo um, and uh, 10 Feet, to create a phenomenal projection mapping event on the hotel facade. And the hotel is built in um, of uh, three different triangles, two of which are finished, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be mapping on those triangles. Uh, and uh, I think uh, this will be something worth seeing as well. So these are some of the exciting points. Um, we have a closing keynote with um, a visual artist, someone who creates stage settings. He's done Beyonce. He's done many fashion shows for leading fashion companies, um, Tupac Martia, and that'll be on Friday, uh, Friday lunchtime. And again, I think you're going to see a really different sort of keynote, uh, a little bit more interactive than we've ever had before. So again, something exciting and worth attending. I hope you still have time and we'll be, we'll be there still to see that. I hope so too. That would be uh, that sounds incredible. That's that's right up my alley. And what I'm you know one of the things I'm I'm very interested in. For people who aren't able to attend, is there a way that they can follow along uh, either via social media or anything along those lines to kind of stay up to date with what's going on at the show? Yes, certainly. Um, there are a lot of um, uh, we have ISE TV. Uh, so just go to our website, uh, www.iseurope.org, 
and there you'll find a link to ICTV and see some of the latest. Um, just Google um, the amount of podcasts. I hope you'll be doing some live podcasts from there as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, there are a number of other uh, media outlets that are actually covering the show and doing live events from there. Uh, so you'll be able to see, get the latest news, see what products have been launched at the show. Um, so it's a, it's a good way to actually catch up. But go to the website. You'll find all the links there uh, to see what's going on. And um, uh, Google as well. Google is one of our exhibitors, and uh, I'm sure they will be doing a lot of activity to show what they're doing at ISE. Yeah, I'm really excited to see that. We've recently kind of, uh, my wife and I have dove into the world of trying to make our home a, uh, a smart home using Google products and that sort of thing. Okay. So I'm excited to see all the, all the different stuff Google's going to have available there to, to kind of play with and, and, and to see. And then that's a key factor about ISE. We cover um, all aspects of uh, um, professional AV. So right. we cover both residential uh, and you'll find all the leading companies producing uh, products and solutions in the residential AV market um, present at ISE, or the leading ones anyway, uh, and commercial AV. So we cover everything from you know what you'll see in a living room right up to see what you'll see in a soccer stadium mm -hmm. uh, and, um, and everything in between. So we cover the whole sphere of it. But it is only a B2B show. We don't um, allow consumers in. Right. Um, so in the residential sphere, we're looking at uh, architects, uh, designers, interior designers, um, builders, and primarily, you know, the installers who are putting these uh, solutions into place. Well, I'm really excited. I cannot wait for it to get started. Uh, what are the dates and uh, where can people find more information on ISE? So you'll find more information at our website, and that's uh, www.iseurope.org. Um, You'll find uh, the list of events, um, uh, latest news. You can download um, our uh, daily show daily, which will tell you what's been going on. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, just keep up to date there as well. The dates are the 5th to the 8th of February. So we open on Tuesday the 5th and close at 4 o'clock on uh, Friday the 8th, uh, opening at 10 o'clock every day. And, um, yeah. We can really promise uh, an exciting uh, uh, event for anyone attending. Well, if you're not lucky enough to be attending like myself and like Mike, uh, then uh, follow along with our coverage of it and uh, make sure you head over to iseurope.org as well. That way you can follow along and kind of get all of the information about the show and everything like that. Mike, thank you so much for joining me for uh, the podcast today, sir. Thank you, Tyler. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in Amsterdam. I'm looking forward to it as well. We will talk again soon. Thank you. Thanks again to Mike Blackman for joining the podcast today. It's really great to get to talk to him about the big Integrated Systems Europe show coming up here in just a couple of weeks. Again, I'll be there, so make sure to stay tuned to this space for more content from ISE. It's going to be a really, really exciting time. And getting a chance to talk to him just uh, made me that much more excited about, uh, about that trip that's coming up. So uh, if, again, if you're going to be there at ISE in Amsterdam here in just a couple of weeks, make sure to drop me a line. Let me know that you're going to be there. I'd love to connect and uh, maybe have you on a podcast or something along those lines. 
All right, coming up next is that conversation with Tammuz Debnoff, the CEO and founder of Zuzor. We're going to talk about nightlife and we're going to talk about Pro-AV technology and how it can really enhance experiences in places like nightclubs and that sort of thing. So it's going to be a really great conversation. Our correspondent, Sean Heath, is conducting this interview and he did a great job talking to Tammuz just about this world of nightlife and how experiences can be created using Pro-AV technology. So it's a great conversation coming up here on the Market Scale Pro-AV Podcast. Welcome to Market Scale Pro AV. I'm your host, Sean Heath. You know, I've had occasion to go into a nightclub a few times in my life, and it always felt like the whole purpose of going was to have an escape from the everyday humdrum, to hang out with your friends, maybe meet new friends. It was a, it was almost an alternate reality to what you experienced on the day-to-day. Well, technology is a driving factor in just how real that alternate reality can be and how responsive it can be. Somebody who gets to deal with this on a daily basis and gets to see all the new toys and tricks before any of the rest of us is my guest on today's podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Tamuz Dubnov. He's the CEO and founder of Zuzor. Tamuz, how are you today? Doing very well. Honored to be here. Thank you. So, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't hang out in nightclubs as much as I used to. What really has your attention as far as the AV technology in nightlife? What really just has your laser focus right now? What has my laser focus? It would have to be um, the LED wall. So, really, their, their commitment to production value. So, as it gets more and more competitive, people's standards are getting higher and higher. Um, nightclubs need to be more and more amazing. And if you've gone to Vegas, you know exactly what that means. The nightclubs there are over the top. And a lot of the major nightclubs we've, we've dealt with have big LED walls because they realize that eye candy, that engagement, is really crucial to get those people who visit their clients and customers to be able to get to that kind of a release, what you call the, the alternate reality from their day-to-day and to really do something impactful for their clients, they're trying to create an escape that is as multi-sensory as you can. So if you have blaring music, if you have super engaging lights, if you have a big DJ performer that everybody's engaged to um, in a dark environment where people are moving, um, and if you even throw in alcohol into the mix, um, then you're really trying to put all the ingredients together to make an amazing time for any and all of your guests. So you mentioned what I would imagine has to be the crucible. The real stress test for any technology is being able to survive the demands of Las Vegas. Would that be an accurate statement? I would say so, yeah. Vegas has uh, so many people coming through it every day, and a lot of people's visits are so short. The technology there is meant to engage and drive you to go to that nightclub and not this one. So if you have a, a venue that is actually holding its own and constantly able to attract new customers and new travelers, um, then you're doing a good job. You should keep doing what you're doing. Now, uh, because Las Vegas does have such a wide spectrum of people who come through, it seems as if psychology of the technology would be a huge factor. That's a great point. Um, so if, if you think about the demographic that it, that goes to nightclubs in Vegas. You get a mixture, right? You get the, the partiers who are there to have a good time and they are just there for the amazing music, the amazing lights, the, 
the confetti, anything and everything that can just make this night amazing for them. But then your other audience is a lot of the, the conference attendees. So conferences have a bunch of uh, after parties and they rent out nightclubs. And you really need to tailor your venue to fit the partiers and fit the more professional conference attendees. Um, I can tell you some of the work we're doing. So uh, our solution allows a free body interactions with LED walls, which means as you stand in front of the screen, your movement actually affects the content. So the, the way that's powerful for a brand specifically is a nightclub that is trying to tailor itself to the conference attendees and trying to promote the message of the sponsors um, or the conference brand or whatnot now has a way to tie in that, that conference presence into the nightclub experience in a way that's kind of wholesome and not, not distracting. So you really, when you're designing your venue, you got to think about kind of multi-purpose, multi-functionality. Does it last during the day for earlier kind of private events or is it only good for partiers or how can you really create a space that is so customizable that it just works and you can make it customized for whatever your, your client and your needs are? Yeah, it seems like the ultimate flexibility would be an absolute requirement. That's not an afterthought. You have to probably plan the wide range of flexibility when you're designing a solution for a customer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you got to think about how that space is used. Is it same thing day in, day out, or are there special events, or do people want to customize it? And if they do want to customize it, try and think how they will and how you can make that easier. One thing I always found interesting about Las Vegas is in their performing arts generally, the thing being created or presented by the artist or the performer takes center stage. But when you get into some of the entertainment experiences that we have now, for example, any of the Las Vegas shows, any of the Cirque du Soleil shows, the environment in which the art takes place is almost at the same level of importance. Or if you have a DJ like, I don't know, Steve Aoki, the music that he plays is important, but the environment in which he presents that music to you becomes just as important a part of that performance. Oh, absolutely. Um, you're saying environment. I'm going to push it further, just the, the production level. So Cirque du Soleil puts amazing resources into their production, and you can see it on stage, and it, it mesmerizes you. But in the nightclub, the, the key difference is they try and put the same production value, but now instead of you watching performers on stage, you're actually on the dance floor. You're almost performing. So they're trying to create a place where you can shine, where, where it's your story, you're the hero, and you're having an amazing time in this amazing venue that is built to highlight you and your friends and really foster a, a great time. Let's talk about just from the first step. I walk in or I've arranged a meeting with you, and, and I kind of know what I, I know I want something, but I don't know exactly what it is I want. Walk me through a couple of the questions you would ask me to try and figure out what I actually want. Sure. So a, a key understanding from the beginning is kind of this content problem, which means you're a, a nightclub owner. You've just set up this amazing LED wall because you want to draw in the big crowds and you're doing an amazing job and your venue's amazing and everything's top notch. But now you have this big wall that looks black when it's turned off. And when you turn it on, you need content and you need a way to make that wall pretty to look at, but also engaging and a way to use it as an asset that draws people into your venue. So that's really where our conversation starts. What do you want to see on that wall? How do you want to engage the people? And what message are you trying to deliver? So for a nightclub, for example, oftentimes the message is the DJ. So 
there we've done a, some of our setups have been the sensor. So the way it works, of course, is a sensor watches the, the people moving. And from that, our engine recognizes it and generates the content. So if you're talking about the sensor, you can have it watch the DJ, for example. So if you're selling a Steve Aoki show and everybody's there to see Steve Aoki, then you want to center on him. You want the LED wall to react to him. Um, in our case, you can even have it react to the music. So now you really have such an amazing stage setup that is a DJ performing amazing music, a wall that is reacting to the DJ's music and reacting to the, the music itself, the beats and the volume. So in that way, when people are looking at the wall, looking at your DJ, it is just blows them away. And it's the kind of thing that drives ticket sales and drives people to come in. So that's one conversation. Like, are you trying to build that? Or is your venue the other way around? Is it less focused on the DJ and more focused on the dance floor? Which is totally fine. There's, there's different kinds of models for nightclubs. Um, and if it is that, then maybe it doesn't make sense for the sensor to watch the DJ. Um, maybe it should watch the guests, maybe the, the people dancing on the dance floor. So now it's drawing them in to actually dance, participate, affect and alter what's happening on the wall and feel like they are a part of the creation of what is going on that night. And really all of this experience you're creating drives them to dance more, which drives them to hydrate more and, and buy whatever it is you're trying to sell them. And it also drives people around them to pull out their phones, take videos, engage with what's going on on their mobile devices and push it on social media. And you really need all these different pieces coming together to make a venue that kind of stands the test of time. Yeah, there are a lot of parameters you have to look at when you're helping a, a, a client decide what their content design is going to be. Uh, so many, so many metrics that go into that. Where am I going to put the sensors? Um, how are we going to make sure that messaging and engagement are an integral part of this environment that we're going into? I'm really curious. Augmented reality, as a general rule, is an individual experience. And very few people go to a nightclub to have an individual experience. It's That's just not the psychology of it. Talk to me about the way that you believe premise-based augmented reality is going to affect the AV industry moving forward. Oh, I think it's going to affect it in huge ways. And it really ties down to the fact that kind of people, your clients or customers, they want to be the center of the attention and they want to be the story. Um, and it's not just that they want to be advertised to or shown things, ideally to truly engage with them now, especially with millennials, especially with the new kind of experiential trend, you need to make a space that reacts to them, that allows them to be a part of it. Um, so that's a big part of the, where I think it fits in. And amazingly, it fits in very differently in very different venues. So if it's a nightclub, it's all about letting the person, your client, your customer, um, or the DJ control what's being shown on the stage and almost dictate the party. But if it's, let's say, a, a museum that also has huge AV needs, um, then it might be that the exhibit, the, the content of it, the exhibit is only revealed through their movement. So now they're engaged in revealing and creating the exhibit. Or if it's a, a retail space, it's about driving people in so that they engage with the brand and the retail story um, much more than was previously possible. And really that leads to your bottom line, which is getting people into the store and buying. So that's just some of the, the different ways. I know initially, initially our thought was even Cirque du Soleil sort of entertainment venues where you can tie in the performer with the content and have everything wholesome, interactive, and 
and really relative to one another. So it's not a video and a dancer. It's a video based on the dancer behind them. We've spent an awful lot of time talking about the nightclub aspect of this. Tell me about some of the other benefits or approaches that club owners or restaurant owners or any type of venue owner could take with regard to these new advances in this technology. So it really ties down to what the the Mm -hmm. audience is, is looking for. And in our day and age, a lot of times they're going for the experience, but they're also going to tell people they went. So something really important to think and to incorporate in your your design and your work is realizing that when people come into your space, you need to create an Instagrammable moment. So really a time for them to take a picture that looks amazing, even a video if you can, um, so they can show people, hey, I went there. Hey, I'm posting this on Facebook, on Instagram, and look at this amazing venue and look at me being amazing going to this place. So that's another space where this sort of technology can really benefit the venue. So if you put it even on on the floor as people walk in or on the wall, so that as they come in, you're setting the tone right away as you're about to enter this magical space and you give them a great space and opportunity to almost check in, pull out their phone, take a video of themselves interacting with this interactive, engaging wall and the wall that also has your nightclub, your venue, your messaging in it so that all their friends who see it later know exactly where that came from, then you're one, allowing them to really set the, the night straight and, and set the expectations high and have amazing content to show all their friends the next day, the next week, or ideally for months. And you're giving them something super engaging to put on Facebook. So they're going to post pictures that they went to a nightclub, but now you have them posting a video and an engaging video that has them and has your brand and has amazing moving lights. So just having that content out there has farther reach that really impacts your bottom line and really sets their their night up better. This is the part in the podcast where I brag on you a little bit because I have not done that enough up to this point and I would not want your grandmother to be upset with me. So here's where I say you graduate from UC Berkeley at 18 with honors after studying theoretical mathematics, computer science, and dance. So you have a unique perspective on the blending of those three fields. Then you spend a couple of years afterwards working in dance and observing and and sort of formulating this idea for this company that you wanted to create. And then you did it. Kudos to you. You've had the opportunity to see behind the curtain as a performer and also as a content creator. And I want to take a moment to thank you for giving us an opportunity today to see a little bit behind the curtain and for sharing your perspective with us. Thank you so much. Today, it has been my privilege to have a conversation with the CEO and founder of Zazor, Tamuz Dubnov. Tamuz, thank you so much for taking the time today. I really have enjoyed it, and I very much look forward to having another opportunity to talk to you in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries. Thanks to our correspondent, Sean Heath, for conducting that interview. And thank you to Tammuz Debnoff for joining us here on the podcast today. I really enjoyed that look at Pro-AV in the world of nightlife. It's a really, really uh, exciting aspect of the Pro-AV industry, and it was great to get to learn more about it on the podcast today. Thank you as well to Mike Blackman, who joined me earlier on the show, the Managing Director of Integrated Systems Events. Looking forward to getting to see him at Integrated Systems Europe. 
February 5th through the 8th. So make sure you stay tuned for more content that's going to come out of that show here coming up in just a couple of weeks. Thank you so much again for listening to the Market Scale Pro AV podcast. If you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, you know, hey, I own a Pro AV company, or this is something that my company should really be involved in, we should really dive into the podcasting world. Market Scale has that opportunity for you. So make sure you get in touch with Market Scale. Uh, head over to our website. You can fill out a contact form there and just let us know, hey, I'm really interested in maybe having uh, a podcast that is just for my company that explains what we do, what we're about, and that sort of thing. We do that sort of thing. And so if that's something that you're interested in, get in touch. We'd love to talk to you and we'd love to hear from you. We will be back soon with another episode of the Market Scale Pro AV podcast. But until then, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.